Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk podcast. Let's Talk podcast is a Christian-centric platform where you have conversations through Christ's eyes. Let's Talk podcast now gets into a new series on the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My name is Mark Arodi and I'm not alone. I can't do this alone, guys. I have two amazing guys in the studio. On my left is signed only... Stanley Kabuka. Stanley Kabuka, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you too. And so excited to have this series on the gospel. Wow. The first time you're having a series on the gospel. And uh, Stanley Kabuka is not the only guest. Of course, he's a host. We also have on board for the first time. Uh, Bill Dindi. Uh-huh. Karibu yes. sana, Bill. Yeah, excited to be here, man. How are you? Very, very good. Uh-huh. And particularly excited about the topic today. The gospel. The gospel. What do, what, what's your expectation, Bill? Or what comes into mind when you hear the gospel? I think really just conversations of what the redemptive story is all about. Yeah. Uh, panning through the entire scripture mm. from Genesis through to Revelation. Mm-hmm. Appreciating the Missio Day, mm-hmm. what the mission of God is about. Yeah. Um, I look forward to just engaging and uh, journeying through scripture. Yeah. Yeah. But you're good? Absolutely. I always build Dindi, perhaps, Dindi. to our listeners. Bill Dindi is doing good. Yeah. Uh, has had some irritating cough for a Poorly, bit. I just yeah. hope it will not interrupt the flow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but I'm very good. Very, are, very are you good. a plaster Bill? Well, that's a good <laughs> question. Uh, technically, yes. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right, thank you so much, Bill, and we, we really hope to have a good time with you even as we as we talk about uh, the gospel. Absolutely, bro. I look forward. Thank you so much. And Stan, I think it's a series that uh, is coming up for the first time. I don't know. um, Do you think it's important to have this? Why why can't we just ignore the gospel and do other series that are, you know, topics that concern us? Why do we have to get into the gospel? Um, Thank you. Thank you for that question. Yeah. Um, I think as Bill has hinted as we are starting off, um, the redemptive story is is the greatest story ever told mm. and um, none of us would be here mm-hmm. none of us would have hope apart from what uh, God has done in Christ mm. so that is what we are going to talk about this mm-hmm. this is a central um, Christian uh, doctrine yeah this is this this is the this is what makes everything else um, fall into place mm-hmm. without the gospel um, there is no no any other thing. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get to see us to see that as we um, as 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 we go on. Yeah. Wow! I just love how you guys ensured that uh, we get this right from the uh, from from you know from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so, um, guys, um, uh, today we are looking at uh, um, the di- the dilemma. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the question is why would God, a righteous God, mm-hmm. and a just God, uh, forgive uh, people? Who deserve nothing else but his wrath, his eternal damnation. Mm-hmm. Why would he show mercy? Why would he justify sinners like me and you, Bill? I'm a sinner, okay? We are sinners. We deserve to go hell. Mm-hmm. But why would God show us mercy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Good question. And that's a question that um, it's not just you who has asked. Yeah. A lot of people have asked. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, who are we? Yeah. Um, that the Lord God of heaven mm-hmm. would care yeah. to think about us mm-hmm. and to uh, show mercy on yeah. us, objects of his wrath mm. on account of our sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible is clear that we all are sinners, right? Yeah. Uh, you know some of those scriptures. Yeah, like sure, the sure. psalmist in Psalm 51.5 mm-hmm. says, 
from the mother's womb yeah. he is a sinner yeah. uh, Paul in Romans talks about yeah. uh, in Romans 3.10 there's none who does what is yeah. right not one. Uh, in Romans uh, 3.23 yeah, sure, sure. all of us have mm-hmm. seen and fall short of the glory of God mm-hmm. um, John writes in John 3.17 that mm-hmm. light came into the world but men loved darkness mm-hmm. we love the darkness yeah? <laughs> so we yeah. are truly objects of God's wrath because yeah. on account of this, then a holy God mm-hmm. is fully justified yeah. in punishing us. So, yeah. um, the just punishment for our sin mm-hmm. is death. Yeah. So why? That's a very, very good question. Mm-hmm. I would say this. Mm-hmm. There are two attributes that are almost impossible to reconcile. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend, uh, shout outs to him. I know he probably would be listening. We call him Zito Chege from Apologetics Kenya. Ah, who, we hope he listens. Yes, I hope he does. <laughs> he should subscribe. And yeah. Uh, he, he's the one who helped me uh, get the words for it. Yeah. God mm-hmm. is perfectly just, mm-hmm. but God mm-hmm. is also perfectly merciful. Mm-hmm. And has perfect love. Mm-hmm. And he says this idea of perfect justice Mm -hmm. cannot coexist Mm -hmm. with the idea of perfect mercy in any other context Mm -hmm. because perfect mercy Mm -hmm. demands that regardless of what someone has done Mm -hmm. they need they should be allowed to go they should be be pardoned that's perfect mercy mercy Mm -hmm. that's perfected like every other time Mm -hmm. someone comes with an offense regardless of what they've done they've mm-hmm. killed they've done the worst of offenses perfect mercy demands mm-hmm. that they be let scot free mm-hmm. but perfect justice mm-hmm. demands that they be punished regardless of their offense yeah sins of omission or commission <laughs> all of them need to be punished yeah. now god is both mm-hmm. he's perfectly just but mm-hmm. the reason why he lets he forgives sin. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the Bible says he forgives sin for his name's sake. Mm-hmm. It's because he's also perfectly merciful. Yeah, sure. So perfect mercy, mm-hmm. perfect justice. Yeah. God combines both. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the dilemma comes in. Mm-hmm. How would a perfectly just God mm-hmm. let sinners go? If he did that, mm-hmm. then he would not be just. Mm-hmm. But... Perfect mercy demands that he let them go. But if he did that, Mm -hmm. then he would not be just. Interesting. So either way, there is a problem there. How does God deal with that? And all all of them have to happen at the same time. They have to happen at the same time. And that is what makes the story of the cross of Jesus Mm -hmm. so, so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because at the cross, Mm -hmm. we have God's perfect justice Mm -hmm. manifested when his wrath is poured on the son Mm -hmm. but we also have his perfect mercy demonstrated Mm -hmm. when on account of what the son has done we get our salvation Mm -hmm. there is therefore now no condemnation for us Mm -hmm. uh, Paul says yeah Yeah, so I guess that really explains that whole divine Mm -hmm. tension uh, with what happens on the cross Mm -hmm. Um, and why God does this Mm -hmm. because he's perfectly merciful Mm He's perfectly loving. Yeah. And that is how he demonstrates wow. uh, his love to us. Wow. Yeah. And Stan, is there a, a better perfect divine answer to that divine dilemma um, from what Bill has shared? Um, uh, thank you, Bill, by the way. That was so profound. I mean, well articulated. Good stuff. And uh, thank you so much, even for mm. I'm down to say good stuff. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. A perfect answer. Yeah. Yeah. Then perhaps. Um, better than what Bill has shared. 
Um, not really. Yeah. Um, like he said. Yeah. This justice and mercy are embraced at the cross. Uh-huh. This is where we see this two attributes of God uh-huh. um, coming together. Uh-huh. How how is it that a holy, a righteous, uh-huh. and a just God uh-huh. would then let sinners walk scot free? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Um. I think it's in Exodus where the Bible says that um, whoever kind of justifies the mm. wicked, mm-hmm. it is an abomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Right? Sure, sure. Yeah. So how how is it that mm-hmm. this is the same God who mm-hmm. says that He will yeah. justify the yeah. wicked, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. And not compromise on His character. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So we are faced with this dilemma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the answer comes in the gospel, mm-hmm. yeah. God becoming man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's uh, Galatians chapter four from four. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the, the the fullness of time had come, yeah. Uh, yeah. God yeah. sent His Son, yeah. born of a woman, born under the law. Yeah. Um, uh, virgin woman for that matter yeah born yeah. under the law to redeem those who are under the law yeah uh, so that we might be adopted yeah as uh, sons yeah and so this great dilemma i think it's also important to note that mm-hmm. um when when sometimes when people say that god is love mm-hmm. they think that god puts on this outfit of love <laughs> and then sometimes he puts on yeah. the outfit of justice yeah. Yeah. right yeah, yeah. It's, it's important to note that mm-hmm. god is Perfectly, as Bill was saying, perfectly mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. perfectly holy mm-hmm. and righteous, yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to give up one of his attributes yeah. so that to display. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, yes, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. If you note, um, one of the questions that skeptics of mm-hmm. the faith, for example, and especially yeah. people who question uh, the authority and reliability of the Bible, mm-hmm. one of the arguments they advance mm-hmm. is that there seems to be a dichotomy between the God. Of the Old Testament, I'm sure you've heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And God in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Because they say in the Old Testament, they see mm-hmm. a God that appears to be full of wrath. Mm-hmm. You know, he's destroying entire people. He's wow. basically it appears as though he's showing no mercy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then you come to the New Testament mm-hmm. and it appears as though <laughs> you find Jesus who's carrying around babies Children. <laughs> in our Paintings yeah. with a halo on his head yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It feels like he's the good one. <laughs> yeah. And then in the Old Testament, we have that divide. Yeah. And like he's saying, absolutely not. Yeah. That's a very erroneous view of God. Sure, sure. Because there's a perfect blend mm. of both. Wow. Uh, it's uh, Jonathan Edwards who says there's mm-hmm. a perfect uh, assembly, fusion, so mm-hmm. to speak, of excellences wow. in the person of Christ. That's, right? a, that's the word of the day. Yeah. Perfect. Fusion. It's, yes, yeah. of all these excellences, yeah. none is put aside so that one could be demonstrated. Mm-hmm. So that we forget to see, for example, that in the Bible, mm-hmm. we actually see right from Genesis, mm-hmm. God's grace and mercy being demonstrated. Mm-hmm. Think about when Adam and Eve sin. Mm-hmm. It's actually an act of divine grace mm-hmm. that God puts them out of the garden. Mm-hmm. Because theologians have pointed out that mm-hmm. had they, after eating the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, eaten mm-hmm. from the tree of life, mm-hmm. they probably would have lived forever in sin. Mm-hmm. So putting them out was actually mm-hmm. an 
act of divine uh, divine grace because God was setting in motion a plan mm -hmm. to redeem them. Yeah, and I think it's uh, Genesis chapter 5 verse 2 mm -hmm. that talks about the seed of a woman, mm -hmm. you know, crushing the head of a serpent, mm -hmm. the proto-evangelica as we yeah. call it in theology. Mm -hmm. So right from the start, God yeah. has a plan to redeem. God has a plan, yeah. You see him dressing them in uh, removing their fig leaves. Yeah, there's slaughtering animal. Yeah. It's grace. Yeah. All through, the Israelites keep sinning and yeah. God forgives and yeah. the Bible says he forgives their sin for his name's sake. His name's so sake. you see that over and over mm -hmm. and over again. Mm -hmm. And then you come to the New Testament mm -hmm. and I think we get a very erroneous view of Christ. Mm -hmm. Do you know Jesus speaks about hell more than any other person in the Bible mm -hmm. and not just more than any other person. Mm -hmm. All other speakers, mm -hmm. everyone else who talks about hell, put together mm -hmm. don't quite speak about hell as much as Jesus does. Mm -hmm. So do you want to see a God who's keen on judgment mm -hmm. of sin and sinners? Mm -hmm. In the New Testament with Christ mm -hmm. we see that too. Wow. So there's a perfect blend of these attributes of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. And I think he's done a very good job sure, of describing sure. that. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. I think that was a good uh, explanation and even making it clear outside there that there is no difference between yes. the God of the Old Testament yes. and the God of the New Testament. Yes. And I think even the climax that mm. Christ is talking more about hell than any other person or other people combined. And Bill, I mean, there's still questions. Someone will still ask, I mean, okay, God is a merciful God. Mm. He shows mercy. Yeah. I mean, does he have to you know, become man? then live for 33 years, then go to the cross, then go to the grave, then have to resurrect again. I mean, why can't he just forgive me? Why can't he, why can't he just forgive sinners and let sinners go? Because it's a matter of forgiveness anyway. Okay. Yeah. And that's a, that's a very good question. Yeah. Again, it's one of those that particularly the new atheists have yeah. um, been raising issues with. They say yeah. at the heart of the Christian uh, gospel mm -hmm. is uh, a human sacrifice, which is... A very troubling concept mm -hmm. but mark yes Bill. forgiveness mm -hmm. is a very troubling concept mm -hmm. okay it is mm -hmm. there is no such thing mm -hmm. as being let go scot free mm -hmm. without someone paying the price for what you did mm -hmm. so if someone smashes my car for example mm -hmm. crashes into me on the highway mm -hmm. and i forgive him mm -hmm. say you know what i forgive you <laughs> go Scot free, right? Yeah. The peers as well have let have let him go scot free. Yeah. But you know that it will cost me to fix that car, right? Yeah, yeah. It will cost me. Sure. Forgiveness always will always cost someone yeah. something. There's a price to be paid. There's a price to be paid. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. because the price to be paid mm -hmm. for sin mm -hmm. is death. The wages of sin <gasps> is death. Romans six twenty three. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The wages of sin is death. Yeah. So someone has to die mm -hmm. on account for sin. God could not just out of the heavens, shout out forgiveness. <laughs> no. Yeah, if yeah. he is to keep his laws and mm -hmm. be true to his word, yeah. then someone had to die. Mm -hmm. He That's requires mm -hmm. that we live perfect lives. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Be ye perfect, mm -hmm. as your father in heaven is, is, is perfect. Yeah. And so, if he demands perfection, mm -hmm. then someone had to live that perfect life mm -hmm. if his standards mm -hmm. are to be met. Wow. And so Jesus not mm -hmm. only dies for us mm -hmm. because death is required mm -hmm. to pay mm -hmm. for sin wow. mm -hmm. but he also lives a perfect life mm -hmm. that is required wow. by god wow. for man wow. yeah so he both lives for wow. us and, and dies for us yeah 
Ah, thank you. That was quite clear. And we're going to be touching more on that even as we talk about Jesus' life here on earth a bit later on the next episode. Before you call it a wrap, Stan, what should be your final thoughts on this um, concerning the whole issue of divine dilemma and um, and um, and God now saving us um, when we least deserve it or didn't deserve it at all? I think it's it's quite important for us in this very episode yeah. of uh, looking at uh, this divine dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, to understand the character of God, yeah. um, his immutability, mm-hmm. um, that he does not uh, put on uh, one of mm-hmm. his attributes yeah, sure. or he does not yeah. do something mm-hmm. that would then uh, compromise on one of his attributes. Yeah. God does sure. not change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's important to understand the first the character of God, mm. holy, yeah. righteous, just, mm. loving, yeah. and mm. a good God, yeah. and to understand our nature, mm. to understand that we are fallen, yeah. right? Wow. To understand that we are wicked, mm. we are depraved, mm. you know, dead in our sins and trespasses, mm. as Paul would say in Ephesians two. Sure. Mm. And and just and just marvel at how mm-hmm. God in His wisdom, mm-hmm. um, uh. God in his wisdom mm-hmm. solves this divine dilemma, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And just to know that we are at odds with God mm-hmm. because of our sin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God in his mercy and his love, mm-hmm. he comes and he 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 bridges this gap that we have. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's important to understand the character of God, mm-hmm. to understand our state, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And what what that calls for, mm-hmm. and ultimately at the cross, what Christ has accomplished in our stead. Yeah, so I think that is very important. Ah, yeah. Good stuff, Stan. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Build something, please. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. I, I think really, just to encapsulate what he's yeah, talking sure, about, sure. Mm-hmm. I think some scriptures that stand out for yeah, me yeah, sure. regarding this immutability of God and yeah. some of these attributes that we are talking about. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I like how Exodus chapter 34, verse 6 to 7 mm-hmm. uh, describes God. This is yeah. God. God's self-disclosure. Exodus 34, 34 6 to 7, 7, yeah. says, The Lord, mm-hmm. the God, mm-hmm. full of mercy. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. The Lord, the God, mm-hmm. merciful and gracious, yeah. long-suffering mm-hmm. and abounding in goodness and truth, mm-hmm. keeping mercy mm-hmm. for thousands, forgiving oh. iniquity mm-hmm. and transgressions and sin. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So just that idea of God's mm. attribute of mercy and showing mercy. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians 2, 4 to 5, Paul mm-hmm. writes and says, mm-hmm. but God, who is rich in mercy mm-hmm. because of his great love with mm-hmm. which he loved us, yeah. even when we were dead in our, our trespasses, made mm-hmm. us alive yeah. uh, with Christ. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the whole idea of being saved by grace. Yeah, sure. But yeah. we also have this idea of uh, the justice of God yeah. right across the canon of scripture. Sure. I think mm-hmm. it's in Genesis 18, 25, mm-hmm. where Abraham, yeah. Uh, God will do right. Yes, yeah. the God of the universe. Yeah, sure. Shall the God of the universe not judge? Yeah, sure. Right? sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this idea of the justice of God yeah. repeatedly we mm-hmm. see it in Scripture. Mm-hmm. In Matthew five twenty two, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, Jesus talks about anyone angry with his brother, for example, yeah. liable for punishment. Mm-hmm. Again, just talking about that idea that the God of the universe will judge. There will be a settling of account sure. on account of his immutability. Mm-hmm. And so, like he says, mm-hmm. the only way this divine dilemma is solved mm-hmm. is 2 Corinthians 5.21. Wow. It is God making him who knew no sin to yes. become sin, mm-hmm. to be sin rather, mm-hmm. that we might be called the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. The divine exchange. It's wow. a beautiful thing. Wow. I think if God did not do it, yeah. that's not a solution we would have invented. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much. I think it's 
quite um, encouraging hope inside here but also outside there and um, I think uh, we can uh, not end without uh, giving a message to someone there who has not yet put their faith in Christ maybe Bill as you give your final submission your final thoughts uh, in this episode you can give your final thoughts and as well um, a message to someone there who has yet to give their faith in Christ um, how dangerous it is for them and considering that uh, you know that it's either heaven or hell, mm-hmm. you know, when Christ comes today and you don't put your faith in Christ, it's it's in hell. Mm-hmm. If you die today, you never know when you'll die. Mm-hmm. Two people, average of two people die in a second. I mean, hundred and fifteen people die in a minute. Mm-hmm. So you have sixty million people dying within a year. So who knows who's next? I mean, it's hard to tell. And um, so, what would be a message to us to, uh, to someone outside there who is yet to put their faith in Christ? And as you give your final thoughts on the same. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think really just brief. This is a quote from John Piper. Yeah. I'll not quote it uh, verbatim. Yeah. But he puts across this idea. Yeah. That since God is just. Yeah. And he's unchanging. Yeah. Every sin. Yeah. Committed by every that has ever been committed by every person mm. that has ever lived. Mm. If God is truly to be just mm-hmm. and unchangingly so, mm-hmm. every sin has to be paid for. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'd be showing favoritism mm-hmm. and he will not be just. And we know that is not uh, true of God. Mm-hmm. He is immutable. He's unchanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's consistent. Yeah. So every sin mm-hmm. that has ever been committed has yeah. to be paid for. Mm-hmm. And there's only two ways these sins could be paid for. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. by the person themselves in hell, mm-hmm. by paying the penalty for that sin, by suffering forever in hell, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. allowing Christ to pay mm-hmm. for that sin at the cross. Mm-hmm. So it's either hell or the cross. Mm-hmm. Simple. Mm-hmm. And brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. when we look at the immensity of our sins mm-hmm. and just how depraved we are, mm-hmm. how unworthy we are, mm-hmm. and this free gift that is offered to mm-hmm. us, that then, then means mm-hmm. that the righteousness that we have is not of our own making, it's mm-hmm. appropriated righteousness, mm-hmm. the righteousness of Christ. This is a gift that we cannot uh, we cannot fail to accept. That is why the gospel, mm-hmm. uh, the original translation, mm-hmm. the gospel is the evangelion in, in Greek, right? Mm-hmm. Evangelion is good news. Mm-hmm. It is good news yes, it is. that your sin is not counted against yeah. you. It is good it news. Is, it is, and yeah. so may you embrace and accept yeah. this gift that is freely offered to you wow. wherever you're listening today. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. I really hope that gets home that um, um, you, as you, as you are without your faith in Christ, then the perfect wrath of God is upon you. And the only way, the only way uh, God can have you in heaven, you know, is to ensure that his wrath has been met. And Christ, Christ, Took that for us. Christ took the cup on our behalf. How we pray that we respond well and um, yeah, that and put our faith in Christ because He came and lived a perfect life. Mm-hmm. Then thereafter died on the cross, then resurrected, mm-hmm. and whoever puts their faith in Him, then surely has eternal life. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, we're taking, we're taking a, a we're coming to the end of this episode, and uh, we hope to see in the next episode. And uh, till next time. For now, we say. Bye. Bye.